let me tell you about a man that I have met. They call him Captain or Wizard, don't forget. CJ Morgan's his name and he wanted to start a show, so we did. Now you're listening to him on that dang old radio. Sad blue day for me because of sports. What happened, man? Uh, Germany lost. Oh, no, dude. And I know if you look at the scoreboard, you're like, wait, no, no, yeah, scoreboard. Uh, did, <laughs> I said, I said scoreboard before. It's okay. Haven't I? That's become a thing. Probably. Uh, Let's keep it that way. On keep the, saying it. On the scoreboard, yeah. uh, they won 4-2. to two. However... Japan won two to one, and Spain now in second place has the goal tiebreaker over Germany. It was the same amount of points, so Japan's number one in the group. Uh, Spain's number two. But here's the screwed up thing: had Japan and Spain tied, Germany would have advanced instead of Japan. And Japan's second goal wasn't a goal because it went out of bounds. Matt Bearden's here with us. He's the sports expert. What's your take? Um, I wish that they had done something else. Other, I don't. I'm not a sports expert, dude. You've beaten me all but one time. Yeah, but like just guessing. I mean, if you want to ask me about the Smiths, I can help. <laughs> okay, how could the Smiths help uh, the German men's national soccer team in the next World Cup? Um, Making them sing. maybe if they listen to them, you know, yeah. before the, the match, <laughs> they might make, be a little inspired. Make the competitors cry. I don't know. <laughs> there you go. That should be the national anthem. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. You, you caught me in the middle of reading uh, updates. On Twitter about the interview on Alex Jones between Alex, Nick Fuentes, Oof. and Kanye West. Uh, yes. Wait, it was Alex Jones? Because I know there was one with Nick Fuentes, Kanye Tim West, Poole and week. Tim Pool, the guy that was like, I am a Occupy Wall Street. Now right. I'm a centrist, but he's really just kind of like no, a, an alt-rider, he's an idiot with a beanie. Uh, yeah, no, apparently. So yeah, there's another one. Apparently, Ye and Fuentes came to Austin today, and uh, I'm looking at um, a live tweet stream from Dan Solomon, who works over at uh, Texas Monthly, who's a great writer, and it is... I, is it Chef's Kiss? <laughs> this, I don't know who's writing the current season of Humanity, <laughs> but I think they have a drug problem because oh, none of this is going to be, I don't know how they're going to tie this together by the end of the season. Before Dude. we jump the shark, haven't we? Damn it, man. You know who I blame for all this that's also in Austin? Joe Rogan. How? Why are you blaming Joe? I mean. Because he made all these people famous. Kanye was a nobody before Rogan. Are you out of your mind? Alex Jones was on public television. <laughs> I, see what, uh, I see what you did there. No, no, it's not Joe I see Rogan's what you did there. Necessarily, but man, that's the, we, we do live in a bizarre time. And part of me, when I see dummies being dumb on the internet, I want to be like, just ignore him. Ignore. Ted Cruz tweets something to get you to tweet back at him. The more Don't. you tweet at him, the more you drive him up in the algorithm. Absolutely. Yeah. Last time he has to spend dying that beard. It did very, very true. Uh, man, weird day. I'm going to stop being sad. You're going to be okay, man. And we're going to have be... fun. Yeah. Matt, yeah. Uh, you going to hang for a little bit? I know you've got to come in and out later, but do you want to... Do you want to do you want to stay here all day? Yeah, I'll hang. I want to show you seven or eight. I want to show you some of the masks that these people were wearing during the interview. Oh, I don't wow. know what was going on. Wait, they're trying to hide. Wait, now they like masks. What's going on, dude? It's I. It's <laughs> it's. 
Oh. Okay. All right. Interesting. So we'll get uh, we'll get around to all this stuff. Um, but before we, well, we're not going anywhere. We got a lot to do. Uh, I wanted to share this with you guys. By the way, I don't know if you know. I made a joke about Joe Rogan. I quit listening in like 2017. I just got over it. It changed. But I, I probably have my master's degree. I started listening in 2011, 10, back when it was just him and Red Band. Uh, but Joe Rogan, the most famous media personality in the world, actually before he moved to Austin, mentioned. His favorite radio personality. Because I, when I hear people that are still doing radio, radio, I'm like, oof. <laughs> um, do you have any other options? Is there other way? Can you get out? I'm on Sirius XM right now. That's different. That's different. Least, oh, you mean like satellite radio? You mean terrestrial? Yeah, like radio, right. like over the over the air radio. Yeah, I know. But you know what? There is something like I've been. I was in a couple towns, Columbus, Ohio, uh, Denver, even, where they have a strong terrestrial radio thing mm-hmm. station that's popular. Austin does. C.J. Morgan. Cool thing. And we've kind of lost something. Like, because mm-hmm. they're talking oh, about the Austin. show that's you coming to our town. To it creates a sense of community you that you don't have in other things. Name. Right. No. And it's live. That was me. I, uh, Joe Rogan talked about me. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so, okay, I'll uh, play along. Okay. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, sure. All right. Sure. Most popular radio guy in the world, me. Oh, you! I'm sorry. You uh, talk about Con- Kanye slowly imploding. <laughs> sorry, Matt. I just cut you off. I'm sorry because you were like, "Hey, do you want to step out?" I was confused at what you were saying. That's all right. Today's the greatest because uh, Kanye is insanely imploding right now. Matt, you are watching a live stream, or you're watching someone live tweet this live stream. Will you explain what's happening? Well, I will tell you that it, the, the, this live stream is done now. Okay. Um, and it's, I don't want to call it the greatest because I, Spencer and I were just talking about how you're kind of torn because Spencer and I both have dealt with mental illness. I guess you have as well, No, I'm, CJ. I'm good. I'm cool, man. And, um, and so part of me, I don't want to use the term sympathy, but part of me has been like, oh, God, I'm so glad that I wasn't a known person right. when I was going like through a how? lot of the same mani- mania and stuff because I couldn't yeah. do the same damage to myself that this person is doing. But, bitch, I'll try. Me. Same. Yeah. yeah. But the stuff that's being said is... Horrendous? Horrendous. I mean, so some of it like, I'm not going to say on air not, because we're on terrestrial radio and it, oh, it would yeah. oh, I end can, the show. I got this. Well, I mean, I appreciate no, that, but that's... yeah. But there's a lot of That's basically a sound effect. <laughs> look, here's let me explain it this way. Alex Jones is coming off as a very reasonable person. <laughs> yeah. So who's on this this live uh, video podcast? Total? Nick Fuentes. The mm. guy who's white famous for being a white, white supremacist. And is kind of head of the Groiper guys or whatever. Ali Alexander, the guy that uh, kind of put together the January 6th, not the move to the Capitol, but the first rally, right? Owen Schroyer, who is uh, famous for InfoWars. Alex Jones, and then and then Ye. And um, Alex Jones is trying to create off off ramps basically for right. Ye because Kanye's say, saying something insane like he'll say something crazy I shouldn't use the word crazy I'm trying to be respectful here of other folks right but he said he liked Hitler he he does they, he said uh, something he said look we can't put all Nazis in the same box which is yeah. you know really do we need to make light we you're need right to, we need to put them in a coffin yeah so he says we can't we we can't put all Nazis in this and Alex Jones says, well, you know, you mean like like they had good uniforms, but we can't go around saying that you like Hitler. And then he says, but actually, I love Hitler. So, <laughs> Jesus, do you man. think this is 
just being an edgelord or does he believe well, these what's things? What's so funny is, is it's a room of all attention? edgelords, like the most yeah. edgelord. And Alex Jones is being the most sane. But I was sort of talking about this a little off air, how I think, you know, his a lot of his identity is tied around him thinking because of his ego and his mania that he is sort of a genius. And a lot of people have propped him up like that as well, you know, in his music career and things like that. So I think there's part of him that still wants to think that way. When in reality, just like any one of us, you're mentally ill. You're a crazy dude. Well, he had a bad divorce and like stuff sort of snapped. Oh. And he's wanting to be this sort of, uh, this contrarian sort of I, genius look, dude, but all, you're not that. We've all been in a bar with the dad who went through the bad divorce, but it's not <laughs> uh, on its own an excuse for that behavior. Absolutely. We've all had a friend who went through a bad divorce who lost their mind and a whole lot of money in Vegas, but and, they had to yeah. eventually get their s together, right? Exactly. And this dude, like people are taking advantage of him. All these alt-right people who were just like, yeah, he's saying some things I agree with and things like that, except in this obvious friend. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's Uh, like, I just feel bad for him, but at the same time, do needed to take care of himself. It's just all on him, 100%. And it got so bad, right, that they... Ended the, the Alex Jones decided to end the stream and just play Frank Sinatra. Yeah, I mean, they came back because I guess they had to talk with him about, hey, let's calm down on some of the stuff. You're going to get us in trouble. I will say this, because I... I, we are kind of a dumb comedy show, so yeah, here's the... Yeah, we are doomed. Here no, is not. kind of the ultimate <laughs> moment. Um, apparently, Kanye West turned to the camera at some point and said, I hate all celebrities everywhere except for Ray J. <laughs> <laughs> Got him! Don't worry about screen time. It's a pair of pickup with Matt Bearden. Get off your phone. Is that what you're saying? Well, or I know it's, it's a cool huge concern among parents, and I think it's a, also an awesome thing because parents love to judge each other's parenting, and one of the great <laughs> things that they can do uh, where they can really kind of dismiss somebody they decided they don't like is to go, well, they let their kids sit on the screen all day. I don't, know if you, I don't know if you've seen them, but I was, I was at the park one day, and their child was looking at a phone at the park. Nice. And they weren't outside enjoying life. Everyone gets a trophy. Hell yeah. Birdie, birdie, back in my day, we built houses at a log cabin. Yeah. We were on Sears. Choose, well, choose violence. Shame everyone. Who cares? As we speak right now, my son is recovering from a surgery, and he is at home, and he is on his screen and loving it. Good, because you don't have to do crap. If you go to a restaurant, no. I don't want to hear your kid babbling and crying and talking. Give him an iPad. Let me eat in peace. Uh, One of the most comprehensive studies ever on screen time has been completed, and it found that in more than 350 adolescents, this is the largest study of this of all time, technology use was associated with a 0.4% derivation, basically, of differences in adolescent mental well-being, meaning it doesn't really, it doesn't affect, it doesn't affect mental well-being. Sweet. Um, What does affect are you not ever engaging with your kids and talking to them about their screen time. First of all, they say, hey, look, you just need to evaluate the media. That's the biggest part of it. Of course, if you hand horror films Mm. on a phone (laughs) to a child that's young and does not like horror films and they're exposed to a lot of it, it can affect their dreams and their sleep and stuff like that. They said, don't be idiots. Uh, Maybe you may not want to put on the... Mm-mm. Not that young. No. Yeah. Wait but basically, 12. have conversations with your kids <laughs> and start talking to them early on about responsible media use. And a lot of ways you can do that is by modeling. The biggest way you can model is when your kids are going, Mom, Dad, Dad, 
Ma. And you're ignoring him. And you go, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait. Because you're busy doom scrolling. <laughs> uh, you have to learn to be a little more disciplined and, and be able to go, yeah, and look at the human in a hurry. Uh, uh, they say, look, you can draw your screen boundaries. Humans. That's pretty good. The biggest thing on the screen boundaries is you want your kids to have good sleep. Yes. So you have like, hey, it needs to, to and the screen, we all know, we've heard it a million times. Screen needs to go off like an hour before sleep because your brain just can't go from one to the other, right? Uh, also, uh, minimize safety concerns. I, I wouldn't let my kid go straight into a Discord chat room necessarily. <laughs> yeah. I would, should you? Yeah, I would ease them into these social interactions <laughs> yeah. online. I'm not going to give my 10 year old a Snap account, all right? And <laughs> I, we should all be a little wise to that. And uh, also, one of the biggest things you can do is minimize your fights between you and your kids. Like, set up these boundaries early. Try to already have them, the rules set up so there's not a gray areas where they can fight you on it. You know what I mean by that? Like, my kids have a solid rule. If they want to download anything, they have to ask for permission, and they kind of have to give a mini book report as to why they want it. Hell right? yeah. It's like but, a paragraph long, and I make my daughter write down like, three sentences. Here's why I want this thing where I get to style some model's hair or whatever. Well, let's get to the mat in the room. Sorry, not the mat in the room. Let's get to the elephant in the room, though. Hey, I've dropped like 10 I pounds, dude. Good. Um, Damn, you'll both look good. I got to catch up. Just better. get a larger shirt. That's all I've been doing. That's all I've been doing? That's all fine and dandy, Matt. That's great. And your kids are like, okay, because they don't know any better. But what happens when the interaction with their classmates who get to do, well, I get it. You've even said this before. Well, uh, Sasha gets to have a TikTok. Um, Billy's parents don't let him or let him have a WhatsApp. You know what I mean? Like, what about the peer pressure and them being jealous that other kids have more Internet access? How do you curb that problem and explain to them, well, we do it different around here. So are you you just did it. You just oh. did it. That's that's pretty much how it's done. Um, well, Billy's parents are yeah. poor, and Sasha's a <laughs> rhymes with poor. Uh, here's the thing. A, the, the biggest thing is that you look. Your kids are going to need to know how to use screens and utilize them, right? Uh, for the future. Yeah. We. We're not that far away from when you're at work, you're not going to write up reports anymore. You're going to have to make a short two-minute video that gets sent to your department of you explaining something, and it needs to have visuals in it. Do you know how to make that stuff? Because your kids are going to need to know how to make it. So, like, my daughter has a TikTok account where she can look at certain things, but she's not allowed to post to the Internet. But she does have, like, uh, uh, an editor that she uses to edit video, because I want her to still know that skill. I think it's important. She just understands the boundary of like, hey, I don't want her right now relying on outside input for her self-worth. That she's liked or not or gets sad if people like that video. So, yeah, that's that's great. Is the world doing enough to tell women how they should behave that she doesn't need extra (laughs) of that? You know, and uh, I'm not saying it's a skill she doesn't need to learn. I just, hey, let's baby step it into that. Sure. Yeah. The face. Wait. The mustache. The Boston. CJ Morgan. Where to get the best pie in Austin? You look fat as I'm getting very concerned with the integrity of our organization here. CJ. You have gained, I mean, 50 pounds of fat. The man is carrying around trash bags filled with Mexican foods. CJ is fat! I'm on to it. I know it. Where to get the best pie in Austin? Uh, a chicken place, of all things, at Tumble 22. Whoa, a pot pie? Chicken pot pie? Is that what we're talking about? No. Okay. 
But damn, now I'm hungry for that. Uh, it's National Pie Day, and I discovered my new favorite type of pie thanks to Tumble22, thanks in part to Jason Dick, and thanks in part to uh, our friend and uh, host across the hall, Chewy. Oh, cream pie. Uh, so here's the deal. I've never tried this before. It sounds gross. I know you've had it because you bought it, and don't say exactly what it is yet. Okay, okay. Like spoil no teaser. spoil. All right. Um, even though it could spoil because of something that's in it. Point being, I'm getting off track here. Uh, <laughs> I love uh, various different pies. Sure. Cherry cherry pie is an easy good one because it's American. Cherry solid, yeah. Uh, it's, it's hard. I like the cherry pie hunt because it's sort of hard to find them. Ones that aren't super like tart or sour, you know what I mean? So oh, it's good, very easy. Get a super sweet one. Those are those are amazing. You just run around in July and look for a window seal where you can smell it. Cool <laughs> Dip your finger in. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. Uh, cherry pie is the only one I eat without ice cream, though. Every other pie, I either have to have whipped cream or ice cream. Mm-hmm. I like pumpkin pie only yeah. once a year, though. Only during Thanksgiving. Agreed. Same. And Maybe it's just a delivery device for whipped cream. It is. That's how I often yeah. use it. I saw a picture. I think it was a meme. It's like, if you're not eating pumpkin pie, like, it just looked like it was a huge piece of a pie that was like just whipped cream and then like a little sliver of like pumpkin pie in the center. And I was you like, know it. that's right, bitch. You know that's it. That's right. That's what you do. <laughs> hey. Uh, coconut cream pie is good. Um, I enjoy that. I enjoy oh, yeah. peach cobbler, but Love. only with ice cream. Uh, pretty much everything I like a la mode, as they say. But uh, I recently discovered... Buttermilk pie, yeah, or baby. milk pie as it's called, yes. and the reason was because you brought it in before, and I was like, oh, I want to try that, but no, nah, it's not my style. And then uh, Jason had his birthday a couple weeks ago, and we do a sports show together, and I was like, oh, for Thanksgiving, for his birthday, I'm going to get him a buttermilk pie. Cool. And I was in the car listening to a podcast and heard our friend Chewy say, man, Tumble 22 is the best buttermilk pie. So I thought, oh, I'm so there damn upset I didn't try it last time I was go. there. I've heard it's so good, yeah. Dude, it is. Yeah. So I go to Tumble 22. Mm. I uh, ordered two pies to go, one for Jason and then one I was going to take with our family for Thanksgiving. Didn't realize they were $27 each. Ah, well. Which is... It's a good creamy buttermilk. Dude, it's a... Yeah, but it's also what's called a desperation pie. I think that's literally the term for it because during the Great Depression, they would make pies out of basic elements. Yeah. Buttermilk, egg, and sugar. Like, it only took <laughs> took things you couldn't get a lot like of. It wasn't that hard to master, is yeah, what you're 20, saying. Yeah, $27 damn dollars. So I get Jason that one and they put like this delicious, almost fresh whipped whipped cream. Uh, By itself, it's okay. But what you got to do is you microwave it 15 seconds, get it a little melty, put the whipped cream on. It is good. And Tumble 22 not only has that, but other pies. So my salute to you. Solid pie selection. Uh, Is there any other place in town? I I don't normally think about pie when I'm going out to get stuff. Neither do I. I. Uh, But now... I do, and oh. I, I want... How about that? Open up the su- suggestion box at 101X at the CJ Morgan oh, on Twitter. It? There's a place But there's got to be better, more pies. Uh, Marie Calendars. Oh, yeah, of course. Pot pies and Frozen pies. Pie. There's a place called Tiny Pies that's kind of cool. They make little pies that are like cupcake size. And you can eat them all, you know, one sitting, obviously. That sounds great. <laughs> They're kind of cool, man. They have like all types that. of pies, and you can try out random different ones without having to get a huge whole slice or a whole pie. I mean, yeah. it's just these little cupcakes. It's awesome. But our family's been doing that for the past few years. Dude, bringing, I like the, the bringing tiny, tiny pie pies idea. to uh, our gatherings, and uh, they're usually pretty good. Uh, I, I haven't tried one that I don't like that I can recall anyway, so... Try them out. Are yeah. they here in town? I don't know. I don't know where they're coming from. I don't know the where pies are, wow. but there you go. Uh, my, my best pie, my favorite pie uh, so far in Austin, it's the only place I've had a pie from 
Again, you don't think about ordering. A, no. I don't even get dessert at most restaurants. Same. But yeah, it, it, a slice of pie. Who does that? <laughs> Eat it during the holidays and Fourth of July. That's it. Those are the only pie times. That's a good point. So, oh, pecan pie is not bad. Pecan also, pie is good. Only I think that's more of a Texas thing, but only yeah. only during the holidays. But I do. Uh, I agree. Yeah, pie. I guess that's the only time I ever really eat pie. So maybe that's why I don't often think of it when I go out. So what about a hair pie? Meat pie? Magpie? Mm, I like a good little you know little pot pie or a, yeah maybe okay. a little. There you go. A little meat pie. Sometimes cream pie. It's pretty tell, good. Tell us where to get some good pies at the CJ Morgan at 101X on Twitter. It's the movie of the year for 2023. It's not even out yet. And now it's time for the Nerd Report. I just wanted to say that, that I'm a nerd. It's the Nerd Report, and Spinny and I are both excited about something super dumb and weird. A A bear on cocaine. I think (laughs) it's called a bear did cocaine. Cocaine bear. bear. Cocaine bear, is that the name of it? Yeah. I would have called it blow bear. Yeah, or bear on blow because like I love the, uh, the alliteration. Absolutely, um, um, but was, not a lot of people know that that's a nickname for for cocaine, though. So I understand. I'm sure point. there was a whole meeting about I mean, it. There's a whole yeah. movie called Blow, starring Johnny Depp, where he was True. selling it. But that's yeah, like, it, not know. everyone knows, and maybe it's not everyone's off blow a bear. You're not wrong. A, I agree. It should have two B's in it, but whatever. Doesn't matter. It explains that cocaine's a lot more shocking. And you know, we, Nick and I were talking about this earlier on uh, Almost Sports with CJ. And Jason, sometimes, and Nick, also sometimes me. Uh, probably never after next week. Anyhow, we're, we were coming up with different like animals that could be spinoffs. Like, uh, but I, I was just doing alliteration, like a uh, shark on speed, yeah. uh, meth, mass, meth mastodon. Um, I like uh, it. What, uh, raccoon on um, snorted G giraffe. <laughs> Point being, uh, there's a new movie, and it's uh, it's in the vein of Sharknado, but Sharknado might be a little too dumb. Maybe closer to Snakes on a Plane. Yeah. And it's about a bear on cocaine. Yeah. Now, this is, I don't know if you knew this, but this is based on a true story, actually. It said it in the trailer, and I didn't know whether or not to believe it, uh, but yeah. it is. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the people I don't think are, you it's, know. Well, also, the bear died. Yeah, it's hammed up for the silly aspect of the movie but yeah i forget how if it was like on some plane or did well, something but a whole bunch thing. of coke drops in the woods that's exactly what the movie's premise is yeah. is uh cocaine is dropped abandoned <laughs> lost uh whatever a poor bear, bear man a, a, a poor real bear ate it in and, real life yeah imagine how it died messed up he was and how, how his heart, heart was just going yeah. crazy uh, no wonder it, he attacked people you know it'd be uh, funny though is if you've ever eaten bear uh, the meat tastes like what they've eaten recently if they ate uh, salmon Tastes yeah. like salmon. If they've eaten berries, it has notes of fruit. They've eaten garbage, which a lot of them do. It tastes Ooh, like yeah. that. I'm into uh, that. So yeah. if we ate cocaine meat, ee, wee, oh, yeah, uh, it wouldn't taste like much, huh? <laughs> let's check out the trailer. A lot of cocaine was lost. I need you to go and get it. No, 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 don't eat that. Don't eat that. Let's see what kind of effect that has on us. The bear. It- did cocaine. A bear 
needed cocaine. So instead of the bear eating the cocaine and dying, which is what happened in real life, oh. um, the bear goes on a wild, silly rampage. Uh, it looks dumb. It looks fun. Yeah. Absolutely want to see it. It's just a weird slasher, chaos. Still check it out. It's dumb, seemed, funny satire kind of like thing. It's a fun lunchtime movie during the weekend. Go to the draft house, get, grab a pint or something, get some lunch. Yeah, yeah. Watch a dumb it, movie with your friends. It's a uh, matinee movie, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm not like super excited about it. This is directed by uh, actress Elizabeth, Elizabeth Banks. So, yeah, yeah. Um, who I haven't seen a lot of her movies. She hasn't done a lot of good ones I'm looking at here, but her most recent one was Charlie's Angels reboot, which wasn't so great. So I'm hoping she can knock this one out of the park. Uh, I think she's funny and she's pretty talented. So let's see if that translates. A cocaine uh, bear, man. How much fun would that be? Dude, she was in Hunger Games, man. Was she? Come on. She was the dressed up lady that helps oh. him. Uh, well, I'm just talking about her directing. Her acting, I always enjoy. <laughs> Dude, also, uh, we, we buried the lead. Ray Liotta's last movie. Oh, my God. Passed. I forgot Ray he was in the. Ray freaking yeah. Liotta is in this. Mr. Cocaine from Goodfellas. That's two Hell reasons yeah. to see it now. Uh, we've never done this before. Two trailers in this nerd report. <gasps> you want to do another one? What's, what's the other one for? It's for Bear on Cocaine or Cocaine Bear. What's the name of the damn movie? Cocaine Bear. Cocaine Bear, okay. Apex Predator. <laughs> High on cocaine. Thought it was mine. Oh man, you And the bear also just it almost looks like uh Fonzie Freddy from Five Nights at Freddy's or whatever, because I don't know if it's a CGI that caused it. It looks weird and dumb and bad. Yeah, but. I mean, obviously they're not going to use a real bear or real cocaine for this film. you got to save that for the executives. Exactly. The party. Oh, dude, we should do it. So it's about a movie about a bear in a frat house, and him and a bunch of buddies go in the bathroom and come up with a business together and talk for hours with yeah, bad breaths yeah. about, like, dude, we should totally open this. Blah, blah, blah. And then one of the bears goes outside and just sort of trips out while the other bear corners someone in a corner in the party and just and talks to ears off. Oh my God. <laughs> that is so true. Yeah, not so like, that, I'm thinking of a I new know. way we can make honey. Like, we could just, could just steal honey from bees. Uh, <laughs> would you, if you found a kilo, a package, a brick, whatever of cocaine, would you snag it? Would you keep it? I don't know what would I would you call do, the man. police. Here's the thing I don't do cocaine, so I would probably just report it. Unless there was some dude nearby who was like, hey, man, don't touch that. That's mine. I, I then I'd be like, oh, thing. yeah, yeah, I didn't see anything. I I'm leaving. I would call the police. I would <laughs> run away. I'd get away from it. Because, yeah. again, it's not like find, finding money would even be tough because you can't well, just deposit it. You can't spend it. We don't know what but happens. cocaine, you got to flip. you got to sell it. You, uh, you can't do that. And then, no. even if you do it, uh, if you become a dealer, the rest of your life, even if you only do it once, you're going to have people calling you at weird times yeah. all the night because... They, they need Plus, both. we all know what happens if you just abscond with it for yourself. Some dude named, played by Javier Bardem, is yeah, going to no come and <laughs> try no, to no, kill no. you. But no. There, there you go. Stay away from the drugs, but go see Cocaine Bear. He's already stalking you. Stalk back at the CJ Morgan. Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. 101X. A body found in Williamson County uh, might be that of a missing man who they uh, do believe is uh, dead. Uh, he's been missing for several months, and they recently just found it. He was last seen at the domain uh, where he lives, and it is freaky and scary, uh, the method of his uh, possible disappearance. The Austin Police Department and uh, Wilco Sheriff's 
Uh, investigating a body that was found near Ronald Reagan Boulevard and I-35 uh, early this morning. Police said it's very possible it belongs to Justin Hayden, who's been missing since November 1st, last seen near his apartment in the domain. Autopsy reports are uh, pending. Uh, the suspect, the person they're looking for right now, is Gavin Roberts, 26. He was arrested in Colorado in connection to Hayden's disappearance, uh, faces a tampering with the corpse charge according to u.s marshals he's waiting extradition back to austin and how they found this dude is because on cameras around the domain he was the last person uh seen with justin hayden uh he was reported missing november 7th his parents uh friends people were worried about him so they called a uh uh, what, what What is it? A, a, a uh, welfare check. Yeah, yeah. And uh, they couldn't find him. They saw what appeared to be red wine near the bed. Uh, the family hired a private investigator who investigated the apartment, believed the, the red wine stains to actually be blood. He lifted the, the sheets and found uh, a burgundy kind of maroon-colored stuff that he also thought was uh, going to be dry blood. And here's where uh, it gets not, not freaky, but just... Sad is uh, the man last seen with him, Gavin Roberts. Later that night is seen leaving uh, the the or the uh, victim Justin Hayden's apartment and carrying out two large white trash bags mm. and what appeared to be a cardboard box crushed uh, down in the other hand. He was seen again leaving the apartment this time dragging a large blue plastic tote bin uh, and a large duffel bag on top of that and appeared to be struggling to drag the tote and the bag. The private investigator thinks the crime occurred within the apartment. Yeah. Uh, an hour later, video surveillance showed the sedan uh, of the uh, the suspect with no rear bumper driving in the apartment complex parking garage with the trunk propped open and the tote bag uh, hanging out of the trunk appeared to be the same size, shape, and color of the one he drug out of the apartment. Investigators identified him again as the last person he was in contact with, and uh, he is also registered as the owner of the sedan. So good thing he's been arrested. He's in Colorado. He's waiting for here, but it's always just bizarre when a a murder like this or a potential murder occurs so close to home. Allegedly, but still, you know, it seems like there's some evidence. I'm not going to say he did it, obviously. I don't know anything about what's going on, aside from what you just mentioned. Carrying a big-ass tote bag, or not tote bag, I'm sorry, a tote bin. We've seen enough movies, and a lot of us have had, a lot of us have been bored enough maybe on a weekday where we're just like sitting around looking out the door thinking, oh, what's my neighbor? doing over there, huh? Ah. And you get a bunch of imaginings going on. This is very easily, you could absolutely imagine that he's, you know, moving a body around. Um, So that's scary. It's a whole premise of the movie. It's sad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, Speaking, Um, uh, you can find this, by the way, at at KXAN.com. Speaking of KXAN, there's my uh, transition. Uh, The mayoral debate, we're in a runoff election. Today's the first day of early voting. There's going to be a debate tonight on KXAN. So to get something sadder than a potential murder, back to elections. Did you know? God, it's my favorite. Let's get ready to know. And today we're going to rotate. We're all going to do a little bit of did you know ourselves with facts we researched and discovered on the internet. I like that. Individually. I like it. All day. Hard work. Yeah. Lots of hard work. Thank you. Um, By me stealing this from someone else and printing the sheets. Uh, Did you know? Whoa. 
1840, a man named Friedrich Froebel first coined the term kindergarten because he believed that children should be nurtured like plants in a garden. Hmm. Kinder, of course, the word for kids in German, yeah. and Garten, uh, the word for garden. Yeah, and by that he meant... They should bury. be buried, mm-hmm. buried feet first, yeah. and not allowed to, to covered in around. fertilizer and uh, drowned with water. Yeah. Did you know <gasps> what the sport that causes the most testicular injuries among young men is? Soccer. It's not soccer. Uh, whew. Spenny, you want to take a crack at it? Oh, I just got distracted by my list. What was it again? I'm sorry. It's lacrosse. Oh, okay, cool. Okay. Sure, whatever happened is great, I'm sure. Uh, Isn't that the one where you're on a horse? Lacrosse? No. Oh, that's the netball. Polo. polo. Yeah. You're basically, it's you running around, throwing a really hard ball at uh, 200 miles an hour, and oh, then yeah. also swinging a giant stick. It, yeah. Once you hear it, it makes sense. That's why everyone's taking it in the nards. <laughs> All right. Did you know... Each year, Americans buy enough plastic film to shrink wrap the entire state of Texas. And I wish they would. <laughs> Shut up. Did you know? Tell me. I'm going to do more words. The word gymnasium comes from the geek, <laughs> the geek word. <laughs> the Greek verb gymnazo, which means to train naked. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah. Not, yeah. I mean, why get your good robes red dirty, you know? Yeah, you don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. uh, they used to do a lot of naked wrestling back in uh, the times, but then uh, certain conservative, the, the church didn't like it, and conservative elements in the uh, the mm-hmm. Roman Empire banned the gymnasiums mm-hmm. and, re- and wrestling as a sport for a while. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> All right. Number five for the day, and I'm stoked about this. Vanilla Ice has one song we all know, Ice Ice Baby. Uh, that was a B-side. What was the A-side? Play that funky music. Apparently, it got passed out with probably cocaine or something to all these DJs around the country. And the DJs were like, we don't like this. This is terrible. <laughs> but a couple of DJs flipped the album over, like, Damn. found the B-side, and they were like, oh, people seem to like this B-side. And Ice Ice Baby, right. the world's greatest hit ever, was born. <laughs> Took off because of that. That is a, uh, let's, uh. Yeah. And you haven't been able to not see your overweight aunt dance to this song at a wedding ever since. Here we go. Yo, Vanilla. Play that music. So it was straight up a cover. Oh, yeah. Who was that? KC and the Sunshine Band? Well, what do you mean straight up cover? Uh, I don't know if you know this, but Ice Ice Baby is just a straight up rip off yeah. no, under pressure. Because he said it goes dun 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 dun, and his song goes na 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 dun 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 Yeah, exactly. God, this is bad. Yeah, dude. what's really weird is this is actually going to register, and he's going to get a note with two, with two cents. So they'll be like, I'm back, baby. I'm back. <laughs> Stop playing me in Austin. Your past is always going to catch up with you, especially in the age of the internet. Today's person behaving badly judgment has already been rendered. A verdict a verdict is already here. The jury has settled. I really screwed all this up. Point being. It's okay. Uh, Jerry Jones, Cowboys owner, known to be an eccentric, known to be an ass. He's uh, said some dumb stuff before. <laughs> yeah. Uh, now there's a lot more controversy because Jerry uh, might be 
a tad bit racist. Jerry, what the heck, man? More. Um, here's the deal. You know, Jerry had a certain stance on Colin Kaepernick. Um, he is a person who employs a lot of black people and kind of sometimes seems to be either aloof about race, race, racial issues or just take a, a, a side that makes you want to roll your eyes. And now there's a photo of him in the, uh, I think in the it was in the 60s, I believe it was Brown versus Board of Education, which said that... Uh, um, it's a desegregation of schools. Yes, yeah, because it was Plessy versus Ferguson that said separate but equal. Yes. And then they said no. Separate is not equal, so they started to integrate schools, and there was a lot of trouble, a lot of huge issues in the South. A lot of pushback, yeah. Absolutely, and uh, white students were blocking black students from going to the universities, and there's a photo, I believe in Arkansas, of uh, this exact thing happening. There's a large crowd of white students and a couple of black students trying to gain entry to the school. Up front, you see the anger, the laughing, yeah, the antagonism. Yeah. Well, Jerry Jones Uh happened to be in one of those photos. Oh, no. And here's where I hate to play devil's advocate on today's person behaving badly, um, but it does seem as though Jerry was there as a spectator. He claimed, I I don't know if this is a defense or someone else said this, but he he claimed to just come to see what was going on. I think they said he was only 14 years old. And you can see him in the, he's in the backpack. Oh, he's a teenager. He's not making an angry face. He's just kind of looking and seeing what's happening. But you have to look at it from the perspective of one of those black students. Doesn't matter. It's intimidating. It's frightening. Of course course not. And he was, he was there. Or not of course not. Yeah, yeah. No, of course. And a Um, lot of the issue just seems to be that he's not. He's not going like, man, I was there. That was messed up. All that crap was messed up. Uh, and I will listen and do whatever I can to move on. And I assure you, he's not really well, doing that. I doesn't don't know. that sort of feel like someone's baiting you to try to get you to say something wrong or right in this instance? And, and as far as like the type of gotcha journalism is concerned, but like I'm not here to defend the dude. You were there. You know what I yeah. mean? But at the same time, like he was 14. How stupid were sure. all of us at that age? Very, oh, very, very dumb. And very a lot of stupid. us had just started getting access to the internet. That wasn't the best thing for us either. Ugh, yikes. Uh, no. Not that it's anything like segregation or any of that stuff. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I was like, well, you know, he was just, I, I guess I can see why some kid would want to be like, hey, what's this crowd doing? I don't know, man. I, yeah. I mean, I should have looked up more. I can see the devil's advocate, but like also, whatever. You yeah, were there you're, still. You're so. a rich white man that grew up and lived in the South. I mean, yeah, yeah come on. Um, anyhow. Uh, you brought up the uh, the media got you, and it seems like the media hasn't really made a big deal out of this like a lot of people perhaps thought they would. I don't know if just it got swept under the rug in the news cycle, especially in sports, not hearing about it as much. Uh, well, I don't know if you heard this guy, Kanye, seems to be saying lots of silly stuff, and they want to focus on things like that. You know, It gets more a little clicks, more sensational. Well, more uh, money. At a press conference, uh, LeBron James turned it on the press, and uh, I'm going to end today's person behaving badly, who is... Jerry Jones, sure. uh, with a uh, kind of some poignant comments that uh, LeBron had to make. Uh, I got one question for you guys before you guys leave. I was thinking when I was on my way over here, I was wondering why I haven't gotten a question from you guys about the Jerry Jones photo. But when the Kyrie thing was going on, you guys were quick to ask us questions about that. Okay. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. And I don't even want you guys to say nothing. When I watched Kyrie talk and he says, I know who I am, but I want to keep the same energy when we're talking about my people and the things that we've been through. And 
that Jerry Jones photo is one of those moments that our people, black people, have been through in America. And I feel like as a black man, as a black athlete, as someone with power and a platform, when we do something wrong or, or something that people don't agree with, it's on every single tabloid, every single news coverage, it's on the bottom ticker, it's asked about every single day. But it seems like to me that the whole Jerry Jones situation photo, and I know it was years and years ago and we all make mistakes, I get it. But it seemed like it's just been buried under like, oh, it happened, okay, we just, we just move on. And I was just kind of disappointed that I haven't received that question from you guys. 101 Alternative Austin. Now with CJ Morgan. How much money are you breathing out? Greetings, listener. It is now time for Weird or Wired. Is it weird? Is it wired? Let's find out, Matt Bearden, because I am broke. Uh, are you? Well, guess I'm what? I'm trying to sell my stuff at the radio station. Did you know that you could turn your, uh, well, like you inhale, your ex, your exhalation, you could turn that into hard, cold cash? I can just breathe money? Well, yeah, sort of. Man. I mean, you, apparently you have to be a smart scientist, but uh, the world's first CO2 battery may be headed to, uh, to the United States. It's called the Energy Dome. Energy, energy Dome. And uh, it has the Is ability. Is it as good as Biodome? Well, it's funny that you mentioned because Biodome, for people who don't know, was a poly <laughs> and. Oh, I was thinking of that thing that happened that Steve Bannon did out in the desert where they tried to make uh, Earth 2. Never mind. That was Earth 2. So, it, yeah, that's more comical than the bad movie that I still Yeah, loved. Earth 2 was actually more comical because it was a farce and it cost millions and and also was the beginning of a really weird career for Steve Bannon. But uh, the world's first CO2 ba- battery, I, I don't... It seems so scammy to me. Basically, people are saying, hey, we can trap CO2 and we can use CO2 to be a battery and we can store tons and tons of energy for prolonged periods. Hmm. The They say it's a missing piece to the decarbonization puzzle. So it would actually help in the long run with you know problems we're having with climate change. And that we'd be able to be able to store, you know, solar energy, things like that. I have read no fewer than three articles and watched no fewer than three videos about how CO2 is used to store. They call it a battery. I'm going to be honest with you. It's a battery in a sense that you can get energy from it. Okay. But it's not a battery in how we necessarily, it's not like a double A, right? Sure. But the idea is that... When CO2, it's one of the few gases that, at at regular pressures, can actually be cooled into a liquid. And then as it expands with some a little bit of heat... Which, if you have a pellet or paintball gun, you know all about CO2. Sure, exactly, yeah. right? And for a lot of these things, if like, like nitrogen, if you want it to become a liquid, you have to get it really, really, really cold. Sure. And you don't have yeah, to yeah. do that with CO2. And then you can use the energy that comes from the sun to kind of heat that... Then it can turn a turbine, and that, and then you basically you keep a huge dome of CO two, and you're going from liquid to gas, liquid to gas, liquid to gas, hmm. and you're using that My for energy. My stomach does that a lot. I know, I know it does. I was waiting for the fart jokes. Mm-hmm. That wasn't. It was science. It wasn't science. No, it, was it was kind of a fart well, joke. Farts are science, kind of. Thank you, Spencer. Yeah. You're um, welcome. So, uh, 
Now, I also looked into it because I thought this seems like one of those things that comes along where no. it's like too good to be true, you know, like, guess, a, like a futon. Yeah, my question is how are we going to cool this stuff down to get it to work? You know well, what I mean? It is naturally that, does that. It naturally does because that. Because remember, being compressed. it can be compressed okay, okay, okay. at a regular pressure. Cool. It can cool itself. So that's the thing. Okay. So here's how I kind of figured out what's going on. I went to one of these sites, one of them that I didn't understand at all. I try to read through it, and it happens a lot with futurism stuff, because I'm like, this is for someone smarter than me. Oh, yeah. I get and it. And then, <laughs> then I went to the comment section. Now, usually comment sections <laughs> are filled with loopy, crazy boomers who yeah. are fighting about politics, right? But yes. on one of these science articles, it was a bunch of nerds fighting. Yes. And I know yes. they were nerds because I didn't understand half the stuff they were talking about. But I did see this coming up over and over again. I'll give you an example. Um, nice. I think this one will have legs. What do you think? Uh, okay, that sounds like, sure a, sounds like a positive yeah. comment. I right? will say right after that was another one said, unviable on Earth. <laughs> so, <laughs> oh, but, but in space. Yeah, in the imagination. We so could use it in space. It's good. I don't know if this is one of those things where they start putting out the articles because some company is getting ready to get about a whole lot of money from the government to do one of these things. Possibly. And they're like, we don't care if it works or not. <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and label this one weird. But it would be super awesome if we could all just, I don't know, breathe into a bag and s- charge our phone so, off of it. Yeah. It's the CJ Morgan Show on KROX FM, Buda, Austin. 101X.